Hello and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to Frank Answers with award-winning astrologer and author of Getting to the Heart of Your Chart, Frank Clifford. In this weekly show, Frank answers your most pressing questions about timing, so-called negative chart placements or transits, your relationships, and more. If you have a question you'd like considered for the show, please go to astrologyhub.com slash frankanswers and submit it today. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy Frank's empowering and validating astrological insights and guidance. Hi, everybody. This is Frank Clifford, and welcome to another Frank Answers sponsored by Astrology Hub. Now, I've had a lot of questions from you about retrograde planets, what they mean in the natal chart, what they mean in terms of transits. I'm going to cover uh, half a dozen of those questions in one session today. And in a later session, I'll also look at some other questions of yours, too. So we had a question from Linda who says, why do I always have so many issues during Mercury retrograde? It seems as if this has been a real issue in my life. I find my money fluctuates. The minute Mercury goes into shadow and comes out, people forget to pay me. I dislike having to ask for my services to be paid, but I have no choice. Okay, so let's take a look at your chart. What's interesting as well is that uh, it's forcing you to address that issue with people. And that might be a very useful thing to consider uh, in terms of value. Um, I'm not sure what you do for a living, Linda, but we astrologers often have a tough time uh, putting a numerical value to our services and don't like to ask, don't like to charge, um, can be too flexible with our hours, etc. And I think if you're having issues with being paid and it's pushing that button that's probably a a button that's worth pushing and getting sorted Um, not knowing anything more than you've said I would still say um, look at what that says about that uh, discomfort factor you might have around uh, chasing people up and the value of your work of course so we have your chart here I'm assuming uh, the chart is just after midnight, it won't make a difference to the question in terms of your own Mercury. Now, in your chart, Mercury is here um, in Scorpio, and it's in the third house. If you were born um, just after midnight, if the birth time is a PM time just after midday, it's going to be on the opposite side of the chart. But I'm going with what you you sent me. Um, in the uh, Astro Gold a program that I use uh, on my Mac, I use Solar Fire on my PC, uh, but um, with the Astro Gold, the retrograde symbol isn't shown, it's just shown as a, um, the degrees and the minutes are shown as red. So you have to trust me that your Mercury is retrograde natally. Now, your question was about why you seem to have these issues. I remember another Linda, Linda Goodman, when she did a series of tapes for each of the signs. I don't know if you ever saw them. Um, uh, You may be of the generation like I am uh, that really learned astrology or was inspired by Linda Goodman to learn astrology. Uh, Anyway, um, Linda Goodman said that um, there was buzz around the astrology community saying that uh, if you're born with a natal retrograde Mercury, the Mercury retrogrades aren't supposed to affect you. And she said, and she was also a Mercury retrograde person herself, natally, 
born with it. Uh, she said that was utter nonsense and she still had all the same issues that we have. Now, we must remember that when Mercury goes retrograde, it goes retrograde for all seven, eight billion of us. So it's not going to um, bring in some of the infamous communication problems, delays, mishaps, miscommunications, um, wipeouts, um, uh, data leaks, data blockages, data retrieval needs, and all of those things that happen uh, under Mercury retrograde. But um, if you have a Mercury that is strong in the chart and if your birth time is 0057, just um, almost 1 a.m. in the morning, um, then you're Virgo rising, you're a Gemini midheaven. So Mercury rules both of your public persona angles, your ascendant and your midheaven. You've also got the moon in a Mercury rule sign. And the moon is very much to do with daily things. It's also, um, in, in many ways, um, how we comfort ourselves, how we look after ourselves. So the moon has a lot to do with money. Often the planet Venus is associated with money. And I'll no doubt talk about this at another time. But the moon is what we spend on necessities. So your moon being in a Mercury sign, your ascendant and your midheaven being in Mercury signs, and Mercury being in its own natural house, a third house that's linked to one of its signs, Gemini. Um, we have the idea that you've got a strong Mercury and it's retrograde natally. And in times of Mercury retrograde, three, four times a year for about three, three weeks, um, you'll probably feel it more than other people. You'll certainly be in tune with that need to go back, sort things out, collect information, and realize that the planet of uh, moving forward with communication is in fact asking us to go backwards. So when Mercury goes retrograde, I always say to people, do backups, um, chase money, chase contracts, chase work that hasn't been paid or completed or presented to you. Go back on emails that haven't been replied to. The whole idea of Mercury, the planet of communication going backwards, is asking us to go back and re reorganize, restructure, re-edit things that we've left half-finished half sorted. So you can have incredibly productive Mercury retrograde periods if you see it as a time to go back and get things ironed out, sorted, completed, finished off before the next cycle begins. And there have been times during Mercury retrograde I've used that, depending on where it is in my chart, what it's doing. Some Mercury retrogrades don't do much in my chart. And I hear stories about Mercury retrograde of other people. But remember, 8 billion people have Mercury retrograde at the same time, three to four times a year. So it's only really when it's strong in your chart or when it's doing things as it goes retrograde that trigger stuff in your chart that you need to deal with during that time of the year or that time in your life. So to really encapsulate, um, it, I'm not surprised that you, or to summarize, I'm not surprised that you have um, issues with money, with day-to-day -day stuff, uh, with Mercury retrograde. Your natal Mercury being retrograde um, says that you have an approach to life that is um, uh, unusual. 
You know, you see the world differently. You connect the dots. Instead of going northeast, southwest, you might do south, north, west, east. You still connect the dots, but you see it from a different perspective. It's a bit like being a left-hander in a world that is structured for right-handers in that way. So the Mercury retrograde person isn't dumb, isn't slow, isn't backward in their thinking. All the things that you might read in old textbooks on, on astrology. What it really is that they're able to connect the dots in a way that other people can't. The difficulty is that we get taught in by rote in different ways that um, are really more for the direct Mercury or the right-hander, to use that analogy. Uh, so the Mercury retrograde person has to be taught in a way that they can see from a different perspective. So when I'm teaching astrology, I often, in a class, I'll teach the regular way that I teach. And then if I recognize that some of the Mercury retrogrades are not getting it, I'll do what I can to teach from a different angle. So they get that perspective and they connect the dots in their own way. So reject all the ideas that a Mercury retrograde natally is a difficult thing. Um, it's only difficult if you're taught only one way and you've got teachers who, who can't see beyond a particular format of teaching. Mercury retrograde three to four times a year. I say three to four times because in those 12 months, it starts its fourth cycle. It doesn't complete it, but it starts. So really in a 12 month period, there'll be uh, four periods of Mercury retrograde. Um, in, those, um, in those periods, think of it as a time to go back, reconnect, get those issues sorted with money, because as we know, what we resist persists in our lives so it's obviously an issue and maybe with the virgo ascendant the virgo moon you're very very um quick to be helpful to be useful to be there for people to do more hours than maybe you should that sort of thing i know that i'm a virgo moon and i'm always trying to do a little bit more for people or trying to help more than maybe is necessary or more than I get paid for sometimes. And um, I, I really understand that. So maybe it's an issue that Mercury retrograde brings up for a very good reason to get you to master it. And you've got Mercury in Scorpio. So you're always going to see different levels and different, um, uh, um, I guess, um, different perspectives of life. Uh, you'll be able to go deeper. You'll be able to see motivation where other people just see fact. Uh, it's the real detective sign. It's interest in psychology, interest in going deeper, interest in exploring beyond the, the facts, beyond the surface always. So I would have a look at that uh, if, you, if you want to about, um, about that and about the, the issue of payment, but also look forward to those Mercury retrogrades in reclaiming the money that you're owed. Um, send out polite reminders in the coming up to that or during that time. Um, and also use that retrograde for some of the things that I mentioned earlier, that sense of um, going back, getting things finished, reordering the house as a moon in Virgo, like you and me both enjoy getting things back into working order, getting that library sorted in some way. Hope that's helpful, Linda. We had another question from Janice. 
who was asking about Mercury retrograde in her chart. And Janice's question, let me see it. Janice has natal Jupiter in Pisces. So Janice is having a uh, Jupiter return uh, in a few months time around um, the winter period. It's retrograde in the fifth house. She'll have a Jupiter transit in the near future. And it's going to be retrograde for part of the time. Yes, Jupiter zooms into the sign and then spend a lot of the year retrograding back over that ground. Um, think of generally as retrogrades as going over old ground, revisiting stuff that maybe you haven't completed, stuff that you've been introduced to, but you need to know more thoroughly. These are things that we should do during retrograde transits. Now, the outer planets are retrograde for five months of the year, so it's not really a case of spending all our time in the retrograde motion. But with Mercury, with Venus, with Mars, with Jupiter, even with Jupiter, we could look at um, returning to things, working on that area of our lives. So Janice asks, what effects do retrogrades in both the natal and, and transits have on each other or on the chart itself? OK, so we can see that Jupiter here is in Pisces, retrograde in the fifth house. That's uh, what we can see in Janice's chart. Now, um, if we're looking for confirmation, we can see that Jupiter is uh, it rules the third house of communication because Sagittarius on the cosmos. It also rules the sixth house of work because traditionally Pisces is also ruled by Jupiter. So it has a lot to do with the day-to-day -day workings of your life, putting the pieces together, the Mercury stuff in your life, Janice. Um, Jupiter retrograde um, is about recapturing an old philosophy. It might be, um, generally speaking, and I'm going to touch upon this in a, in a few minutes, um, about retrogrades uh, generally in the natal chart. But when a planet is retrograde, there's an early experience of it. This is something that I learned from Lois Rodden, who was a friend and a colleague who created the enormous astro data bank that we all have access to now. And um, Lois taught me this many years ago, and she has this in, the, in some of her work in a book called Money, which is very, very valuable for the working astrologer. Anyway, Lois um, said that we experience a retrograde planet early in life when we're perhaps too young to appreciate it, or we just get it uh, it's too much, it's overwhelming. And then that planet gets put on hold. It gets just in a gestation period and it gets reawoken later when there's a second chance. So her belief with the retrograde planets, and I've seen this over and over again in the last 20, 30 years of my practice, uh, you get a second chance with your retrograde planets to explore it. Now, Jupiter in Pisces, Jupiter retrograde in Pisces might be about um, a particular religion, it might be about astrology. There may have been religion early in, in the life, in the home life. It might have been something that was too intense. You might have had particular beliefs as a young adult, as a teenager, and then they were put on hold, family life and uh, you know, marriage and work and commitments and all sorts of things that come into the life in a way. And it might be that you're now rediscovering in your life, some of that retrograde energy, or you have in your 50s, 60s, and beyond, you're starting to rediscover some of those beliefs on your own terms in ways that don't feel overwhelming anymore, things that you can reincorporate back 
to incorporate back into your life. So the Jupiter retrograde in Pisces might be a belief system because Pisces is a lot about that. Um, it might also, because it's in your fifth house and it's in Pisces, it might be that you loved poetry, art, some sort of creative endeavor that you love to do. Pisces is linked to art, photography, music, dance, big, big dance situation as well with Pisces and Virgo. Um, and it might be that you had a lover that early on in your life. And for some reason, it just got abandoned. And what I would say to you, whatever is telling you, no, it's too late, or I've done that and uh, it's not really for me anymore. Find a way to reignite that Jupiter in the fifth house, in Pisces, in some way, whether you're go back to art school, whether you go dancing once a week, whether you just simply kick off your heels and dance in front of, you know, in front of the television or with the, uh, with your sound system on, uh, when nobody's looking, whatever it may be, find a way to get back in touch with that. That's the retrograde energy. Get back in touch with something that feels fun, playful, enjoyable, no commitment, something that really nobody else needs to know about. It could be art, it could be poetry, it could be photography, um, it could be dance. Um, Mars, you've got Mars rising in Libra, Janice, and Mars is the beat. You know, Venus may be the melody, Mars is the beat. And with Mars rising, maybe you were drumming, maybe you were doing some sort of very active dance or energy work and Mars is with Neptune as well maybe it was swimming uh, so I want to want you to look at what it is that you could discover or rediscover that you loved or a different form of that you can bring back into your life um, the Jupiter return is returning you to the planet and saying get back in touch with that and if we look in the ephemeris to see when that is actually happening we can see that Jupiter got to two degrees hasn't quite reached that six degrees of, of Pisces. It does that at the end of January, 2022. So I wanna give you, I'm gonna set you a challenge, Miss Mars Rising, I'm gonna set you a challenge to think about what it is that you want to reintroduce into your life that was a creative force, something that excited you or a different form of that, different way of doing it now. I want to see, um, I'm going to challenge you to think about incorporating that into your life between now and the end of January. Okay, so think about that, Janice. I hope that helps. The Jupiter return is returning you to this feeling. And don't just do it when it returns at the end of January. Build it up. Transits are all about knowing what's coming up and incorporating it, getting it into the rhythm of your life before it gets there. And then that's how we can truly participate in that transit. Okay, I hope that was helpful. My third part, I'm answering questions from Amanda, Alice, Jennifer, and Rachel. And they all uh, emailed to say that they had five or six planets that were retrograde. Now, I think only 5% of people born have five or more planets retrograde. Now, only eight planets can be retrograde. The sun and moon can never be retrograde. And you can have Mercury all the way to Pluto. Those eight planets can be retrograde. Don't think about Chiron. Don't think about um, the nodes. The nodes, if you use a mean node, are always going to be retrograde. So just think about the, the planets from Mercury to Pluto. Those eight 
can be retrograde. So out of those eight, if you've got four or more, and this is another technique that I was taught by Lois many years ago, and she's been gone now almost 20 years. So I think back of all the amazing things that I was taught in my 20s while she was around, four or more retrograde planets often show that the whole life has been about um, this prodigious start, lots of energy, and then things get put on hold and you get a second chance to re reconnect with those situations in your life. Um, let me say that differently. The retrograde planets, as I said earlier, talk about a second chance. They talk about reconnecting with something that was of great interest to you. If you've got Mercury retrograde in your natal chart, as Linda had, the first chart we looked at, um, often there's a talent or an interest that we had early on that ended up just getting lost, postponed, put on a shelf somewhere, and we get a second chance to reconnect with that later. Okay. When you have four, five, or six, some of you might even have eight. Um, I, I doubt it. I don't think anybody had eight in the 20th century, but uh, maybe there are people born now who've, who've got eight planets retrograde. 5% have five, 1% of the population have six or more. Um, what I hear from that, from my clients, and it's what Lois taught me, is that clients will often come and say, I feel like my life has been on hold. I feel like there was a lot of energy in my teens and my 20s, and then for some reason, the choices I made put things on hold for a while. And they cast aside initial aims or talents or what they, they feel like they've settled for, quote unquote, real life. Responsibilities, paying the mortgage, looking after family, that sort of thing. And often when clients come to see me who have got four or more retrograde planets, and remember, we're just looking at the planets not the nodes or Chiron, um, they'll often think that they've missed the boat. And I realize, of course, that they've come to see me and not somebody else because I'm the one to say to them, no, you haven't. The retrograde means second chance. And what you often find with people that in their 40s, sometimes in their 50s, they reconnect with this tremendous burgeoning energy that they had back in their 20s, back in their teenage years, where they rediscovered the passion that they had. Um, so the retrograde uh, symbolism, when you've got many planets retrograde, it suggests that there's a second chance to explore and to establish your early ambitions that you had early in your life. Uh, so I always say when I see many planets retrograde, no, it's not too late to reinvent yourself. And you may be 60 years old and you reinvented yourself at 40. Well, it's time to reinvent yourself again. That's something about the retrograde situation. If you've got four or more retrograde planets, reinvent yourself. Um, it's time to, to do that. Every every 10 years, maybe think of it like that. So if you've got that, don't think of your life as wasted, or it's too late to start something, it's never too late to start over. The retrograde planet people uh, really know that better than most. And I've seen that so many times with my clients where they've been able to start again, reconnect with something they've truly loved to do. So I hope that's useful. Um, I'll say more and I'll answer more of your retrograde questions uh, at a later date. Uh, but 
Um, I did one recently on Saturn retrograde as a transit and that process of what the transit is like when it retrogrades. So check that one out if you haven't seen that already. Anyway, I hope that's been useful. Retrogrades a second chance. And remember, as I said, it's never too late to start over and to get reconnected with the things that you love to do. All right. Take care of yourself. I will see you all very soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Frank Answers. If you'd like to submit your very own question, just go to astrologyhub.com slash frankanswers and fill out the form today. That's astrologyhub.com slash frankanswers. If you love what we do and would like to support our work, please subscribe to the podcast. Give us some stars and leave us a review. It does so much to help us get quality astrology out to the world, and we appreciate any time you spend doing this. Thank you for listening in today. And as always, thank you for making astrology a part of your life.